Hey there, my name is Janny and I'm the host of What's On Your Mind. I interview guests about their weekly musings and Wikipedia rabbit holes, like toxic beauty standards, or the impact of redlining, or bees. Whatever it is, we'll process it together. We'll all learn a little something and take another step in creating our own stories, all while adding another laugh line to your face. Amanda is one of my dearest friends from childhood. And today she shares her story of using medical marijuana while she was undergoing chemotherapy. Hey, Amanda, what's on your mind? Hey, Danny, what's on my mind today? I mean, always lots of things, but medical marijuana is on my mind today. I'm so excited to talk about this. So let's go. (laughs) It is such an interesting topic, obviously. And it's it's kind of weird. I mean, people still have some... um, I'll say feelings about marijuana in general. And then when you add on medical marijuana, I think there's like a lot of confusion about it. So um, yeah, I thought it'd be great to kind of tell people my experience with medical marijuana and hopefully um, they get something out of it. Um, So I guess I should start with like why I was taking medical marijuana in the first place and how I got introduced to it. Um, So as you know, and lots of our, you know, friends know, um, I was diagnosed with uh, peritoneal cancer uh, when I was 26. And that is like an offshoot of ovarian cancer. So it's basically ovarian cancer, but in like a different part of your body to make it short and sweet. And so, um, you know, I was obviously really surprised about that. um, Because, you know, I was 26. And I wasn't really thinking like, oh, my gosh, like, I have cancer, even though they, you know, I was having some problems. So like some of the symptoms of like ovarian cancer and peritoneal cancer are like, you have like abdominal pain, pelvic pain, you have like bloating, you can feel full really fast. Um, like, so you can eat like a little bit of food, but then suddenly feel like just really full. And so I had some of those things, but it wasn't until like I got into my car accident and they found, you know, it was just a big process. But those are like the main like signs and symptoms that you would potentially be like on the lookout for. And so, um, you know, I had, I had some of those things, but you know, they mentioned to me, but they're like, ah, like 1% chance, maybe like less than 5% chance, like it's cancer. And then of course, like I wake up and it's like, oh, you have cancer. And I was like, awesome. (laughs) Like, that's great. Um, But I mean, I wasn't like too surprised that it was cancer, but anyway, so I went through chemo and um, like, you know, chemo has its own set of fun uh, yeah, fun times with chemo. So like I had a lot of nausea and vomiting and just like a lot of like pain. So you get like some neuropathy with the drugs that I had. So, um, I had asked the doctor if they were okay with me, um, trying out medical marijuana because some of the medications that they give you for like the pain or, um, like the nausea, like they can cause constipation. And so, I tried them and I was just having a lot more problems with that than like I would have wanted. So I was like, let me try something else. And to be completely honest, I mean, I was also very intrigued about the possibility of using medical marijuana because I was never like, um, you know, I didn't do illicit things, I will say. So this was, you know, a legal way for me to try something that would make me feel good. And I was kind of excited about it. Um, if my, my mom and dad are definitely going to listen to this. So I hope now, you know, and believe me that I was in a really good friend group where we did not do illicit substances. You may may continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We were, we were like, it was a really good kid. We were the good kids. (laughs) Like nothing wrong. And so I was just really excited about it. Cause I was like, it was kind of, yeah, like 
oh man, like I get to do this. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool because there'll be, you know, other people did it. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't do it. So like, I want to like try it. Um, so the process that you have to go through. So I guess I should preface this too, that this was in New York state. And so, um, right now I live in North Carolina and like, there's, I think the last time I checked, there was like 33 states that offer like medical marijuana, but like the whole like Southeast, like Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi, all those areas, like they don't currently allow like any form of medical marijuana or like recreational marijuana, obviously. Um, and so in New York, we do had, or we did have um, medical marijuana. And so the only like caveat with that is that you can't use anything that you like smoke. So it's, this is like lab created, like, you know, chemistry, like, not like breaking bad, but like, you know, like, THC, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, you know, they're and like very specific doses. Yeah, and... So like they're making it in a lab. It's not like something that you're getting like off the street that they're like selling to you. It's like they're making it in a lab. And so like the process that you have to go through, at least there is that you have to have a provider prescribe it to you for reasons. So you have to have some kind of medical condition um, that requires you. Do you know what the conditions are in New York that, I, that they allow? Because my understanding is that also state by state, even the ones that do allow medical marijuana, that the, the, the conditions or diagnoses that are on that approved list can even differ state by state. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, that is, that is very true. So New York has, I mean, from what I can remember, a very long like list of things that you can use and like cancer is one of them, like epilepsy is one of them, which I think is probably the most common one that you'll see um, in most states. I mean, like, I think they had like MS might have been one. I don't know. It's probably, it's on their New York state website, like the health department website has like a whole program and you can find information on there um, if anybody lives in New York and wants to check it out. But um, yeah, so cancer is one of them. And so, um, and providers have to like go through like a training to be able to prescribe like the medical marijuana for you to go to pick up. So um, unfortunately, my provider did not do that. So I went to like a holistic um, medical practice um, and yeah, I went to a, like a holistic, like medical practice area and I saw like a nurse practitioner there and she was like, oh yeah, like let's do it. And I was like, perfect. I'm super excited about this moment in my life. Um, they get to try something that's legal, but also illegal at the same time, simply. <laughs> so they prescribe it to you and then you get to like go to like the dispensary and you get to go like pick it up. So the cool thing about it is that um, you can have someone that can also go like to the dispensary for you. So if, if you're like really sick and you like, you don't have to be the one that's actually going, but you have to like show ID, you have to get like certified to be able to like pick it up and like that type of thing. So they're really like, at least in New York, there's like very, like there's guidelines and it's like, it's as probably as safe as you can get without like yeah like it's pretty safe and I felt really comfortable doing it um and so yeah so you you go through that process and then um you get there and now I don't know how all of them are because I've only been to one in my life and so um <laughs> yeah so I don't know like how the rest of them work but you go there you kind of like sit in like the waiting area they check all your stuff and then you get to go back to like the like room where it happens Hamilton reference 
Um, <laughs> so then you, yeah, you go in there and then you meet with someone and I don't know like the credentials of like the people that you're like talking to, but at least at my place, they have like a pharmacist that's there and like they double check like all your medications and stuff. Like I'm not a doctor or like a pharmacist, so I don't know. But from what I can remember, there's not very many like drugs that you may be on that um, like would interact with like PHP or anything like that. So then they give you like this like menu of like options. And so, I mean, I felt really cool when the guy was like, so you're like a naive like marijuana user. And I was like, yep. Cause they're like, what's your experience? And I'm like, none. <laughs> They're like, well, we would recommend that you would start off with like this. And it's like the lowest dose. And then he's also like, but you'll probably also want to titrate it down because, you know, it's, it might be a little bit much for you. And I was like, okay, that's great. Um, So there's actually like different like products. So like I told you like um earlier, the uh, New York doesn't allow like smoking, like smokable marijuana. So you have to get, you know, the lab created ones. So the way they do that is like you can get like oils, like something that you would use like in a vape pen. And then um, you can also get like like another type of oil that you put like under your tongue. So it's like a tincture kind of thing. And then you can also get like marijuana pills. And those were like the options that I had in New York. So being me, I said, well, let's try all three and see which one works the best. Cause like, I mean, you know, I needed some options and, um, you know, so they, they started off and there's like different, like, oh gosh, there's like different hybrid, like breeds of like marijuana plants and like all kinds of things that they do. So they kind of talk through, you kind of say like, you know, what your symptoms are. And I actually had gotten this like pre like symptom wise. Like, I mean, I knew from like surgery, like I was having like pain and like, um, like, you know, nausea and stuff like that. So yeah, I was going to say, I remember your nausea was really bad. Yeah. So, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I was fine even before I like started chemo, but like I used it like during chemo, like primarily. So like I had it like ready to go because I knew like they were going to give me Zofran. I was like, I don't like, it's not going to work. I'm sorry. It's just not going to help me out. Um, so anyway, so we went back home and I was like, I think, I think I had like a big treatment that day. So like I had like two chemo drugs that I took, um, like every week. And, um, yeah, so I, it was like that night and I think I had gone like, yeah, after my like first treatment to like go pick it up. And so then I was like, all right, like, I just like, you know, like, let's like see what happens with this. So I tried the vape first. So you do it before your treatment. So I didn't start using it until after, like I was able to like get it before I started chemo, but like, I didn't like, or I had like the prescription ready to go, but I didn't start using it until after I had started like my treatment. Got it. Um, I, I did try it like the first day, like I had treatment because I was like, let's like see what happens. Actually, the time frame is a little odd. Like I don't know exactly like the time frame, but it was somewhere around like after my first treatment that I like did it. Um, so I tried the vape pen first. So you like put the oil, they have this like special pen that you use. And like, I, like, I started coughing and like, I was like, oh man, I'm a terrible smoker. And, um, like, I didn't know how to like inhale it. And like, I don't know, like that one didn't really work for me. Like I had to ask, like, I had to ask people that were like former smokers, like if I did it right, because like, I wasn't sure like what was happening. And I was like, is this right? Like, I'm not sure. Um, so I tried it, but I mean, I think it did work. Cause like my like throat was like burning and like, it was like terrible. And <laughs> so then I was like, Oh no, um, this is going to be terrible. I've just made like a huge mistake. And I like, 
yeah, I just felt sick. Like after I did it, I felt totally sick. So I was like, I'm not going to do any of this anymore. I Which defeats like, the purpose of an anti-nausea medicine. <laughs> right. yeah, like, I was like, oh man, this is awful. Like these people like backfiring. Yeah, like, anyway. So I actually, then I didn't take it for like, like maybe like a month, like maybe like a month or two. So like I was doing my treatments and like, I was just like, I'm not going to do it. And then Oh gosh, like it was probably in, I want to say it was like in October or November. Like, and so this is when, like, for people that don't know how like chemo like works, you get chemo and like as you continue to get chemo, like it just gets like like it's like building up in your system. That's how it works, right? So it's killing the cancer cells because it's like building up in your system and it's like becoming like more toxic environment or something like that. And so like you start to feel, at least for me, now this isn't like true of everybody, but for me, like, I mean, I just, I, every week I felt like more like sick than yeah. I did like before. And then it was finally getting to the point where it was like hard to like, I mean, it was just like hard to do things like, um, I mean, I guess like I would do like the tincture, like occasionally, like, like to like kind of see if it helped and it did help, but like, I still kind of felt like, ugh, like just, I mean, I was like, just really like fatigued, like I didn't really want to eat anything, which then, you know, make you even more fatigued because you're like so tired and you don't have like energy. And like, I would like, I would sleep like all day on Sunday. So I'd get like treatments on Friday. It kind of takes like, I mean, Saturday was like a good day because you have like steroids and you're like, yeah, steroids, like I can do it all. And then like Sunday, you're just like, like, so like I would sleep like all day. Like, I think, you know, I have like a Fitbit and it was like, you slept like 16 hours today. And I was like, awesome. Like, I mean, it was, I mean, it's what I needed, you know, but then finally, like, it was just getting to the point. I was like, I need to give this like another shot. Cause like, I'm just like not feeling really great. So I had like the little pills. And so I was like, let me take one of these pills. So, um, I guess we had to do some errands or something. So I decided it would be a really great idea to take the pill, like on an empty stomach and like before a car ride. <laughs> um, so like we were going in the car and then again, I told like my husband, I was like, this was a huge mistake. I was like, I feel so sick. And then like, two seconds later I like started like laughing and so this is like my first like oh my gosh like this was not a mistake so I didn't titrate it so this like you know again naive like marijuana user type of person medical marijuana I always have to reference that and um yeah so then I was like laughing in the car and then like I started taking videos of myself and I was like like with my mom I was like mom and like, it was like, anyway, so I made it, I was like, this is so funny. And then, um, so then I got really hungry, like, like maybe like 15 minutes later, which is also like another reason why, you know, like marijuana is good. Like it's good because it, um, you know, it helps with like your pain. It helps with like your nausea, but then it also helps with your appetite. Um, and so at that point, like my appetite wasn't that great. Um, and so we were in the car and then I told my husband, I was like, I'm hungry and I want a cinnamon roll. <laughs> And so we went to, thankfully we were like kind of driving by like, uh, or we were close to a grocery store. And so we pulled in and Janie, like, I was like in heaven. Like we walked into this grocery store and like, I wanted to eat everything inside the grocery store. So like, um, and I was like, and I'm sure that was such a big change from what you had just been experiencing for like six months. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so excited. I want to eat like all the food and this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Um, so yes, yeah, so we were like, we're going through the aisles and I was like, Oh yeah. And then, you know, at this point, then I'm starting to get like a little, like, 
you know, I'm getting happy, but then I'm getting like nervous. So like, um, so the, I guess I'll go back into and say like the medical marijuana, um, you can get some that just has THC in it, which is like the, um, kind of like psychoactive, like property of, uh, marijuana. And then you have like CBD. So CBD is really popular. I feel like now. And like, I think that's legal in like a lot of places. Mostly like, everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think so. And yeah, you can get it in like, and you can get it in like teas and all kinds of stuff um, yeah like I was like we have a CBD store like across my street that's so crazy I need to find one here <laughs> that seems like a good point for a break time for some ads I always like to make sure that the products I buy or the clothes I wear have good practices behind them when you buy from Serengeti you support artisans their families and ancient fabric making traditions by giving 10% of their profits back to grassroots causes they work to improve lives in their communities there's a story behind every product they make. So when you wear Serengeti, you are truly wearing a piece of the world. You can get 20% off of every purchase with my code, JannyRad20. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D-20. Check them out at Serengeti.com. Serengeti, wear the world. And now back to the show. So I had THC and CBD. And so that sort of like counteracts some of like the typical like maybe like paranoia that like someone may feel or something like that and so um so it kind of like helps to like balance it out I guess in a way um so I'm not like getting like super like all like the side effects of like the THD because I have this CBD in the capsule as well and so like it's like kind of just like working off of like each other um, and so, yeah, but like, I'm kind of like, oh no, like people are going to know that I'm like, <laughs> like, hi. <laughs> and so I was like, we need to leave like the grocery store. And like, you know, I'm like laughing, but I'm like whispering and like, you know, it's like, I just have like a lot of energy though, but I'm like, we need to like leave. Like, oh my gosh, like people are going to know that I have like marijuana, like pills and you know, <laughs> like, we got to check out <laughs> and like, <Medical>. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and then, yeah, we go to the checkout and then the checkout happens to be right next to like the cereal aisle, which we had not gone down. And I like turn my head and I see this unicorn and I'm like, oh my God, it's a unicorn. And it was like a Lucky Charms box. I was like, Lucky Charms has unicorns. And so um, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to have it. And then my husband's like, are you really going to want that though? Like, he's like, I think you're just like wanting this right now because like everything just looks tasty and delicious to you. Do you really want Lucky Charms? And I was like, I mean, I do love marshmallows and like, I do love little marshmallow pieces and stuff. But anyway, we didn't end up getting them. I think I might've gotten them at a later date. But anyway, the purpose of the story was that um, like I was feeling really, really good. And, um, and then, so I ended up just taking it like um, the rest of my treatment because it was working so well. Did your body kind of uh, adapt to feeling like the, I guess like, because then at that point your body was maybe kind of used to it and you weren't naive anymore. Yes. So you do like the, um, like, like the, yeah, like the, the, like quote unquote, like high is much like diminished, but still like, I mean, I would still like kind of get up and like dance around, like, especially like, like the pills themselves would last like, um, like six hours, like give or takes so maybe like four to six hours. And so like in the first, like the, it takes kind of like an hour for it to like kick in. Cause you know, you're ingesting it. And so, you know, it has to be digested through your system. Then it has to hit. And then I think every time I took it, actually, I felt like a little sick, like right before. And then like, like, again, like two seconds later, it would be like, 
yeah, like I'm back in action. And so, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, you get, it gets kind of diminished, but you still get like, kind of like, like you just feel good. And like, that was like what I wanted. Cause like, I was kind of like depressed and, you know, I was like, gosh, like this like sucks. I mean, people tell you like, I mean, chemo is a lot better like today than it was like, you know, like 20 years ago, you know, cause like they have like a lot more like drugs, but if you're really like sensitive to like, I don't know, like certain medications and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's like, to me, like it was worth trying. Cause like, that's what was happening to me. It was like, none of like the um, medications that they wanted to give me, like I felt were like not working through my experience with like the surgery that I had. So I was like, I'm going to need something else like to help me get through like the chemo. And then, you know, had that like little lapse in time but then once like I figured out like what worked for me then it was like it was I won't say it was like smooth sailing because it's also kind of expensive so like the medical marijuana is not like um it's not insurance coverage covered right oh yeah no yeah insurance um and yeah like the um yeah it's just expensive and like like a bottle is like I mean like it would have like maybe like 60 capsules in it. Um, and so you're supposed, I mean, obviously like for continued effects, like you need to take it and like, you know, intervals. So that way you don't feel good. So I would limit myself to really just like the one time and usually like on like the Sunday, cause that was when I would feel like the absolute worst. And then like, kind of like throughout the week, like I would feel like a little bit better and I would do like the tincture, which is it doesn't taste very great so if you're ever like, um, you know, taking it, but it does like kind of help like mellow out things. So you're not feeling like super like nauseous. Um, so yeah, so that was like sort of my experience with, um, medical marijuana. And I, um, I mean, I had such a good experience and I will say like some people don't have like as good of an experience as like I had, it was something that like worked for me and, uh, worked for my treatment. And I know like a lot of people like I mean, use like regular, like, I don't know, street marijuana. I don't know. Like, I think that they, like, they use that and they have like success with that. But I think, um, you know, there's like safety issues there. I mean, there's safety issues with like both of them, I guess. But um, like, you know, if you're getting something like off the street where you don't know like where it came from and that type of thing, you know, you can, you just want to be careful, I guess. Um, sure. But um, yeah, so I think, I think it's great that like there are so many, um, like states that have medical marijuana and that are like starting to do like recreational marijuana. Um, but I think like there's more work to be done, especially like in like the South, like East region. Um, because like, you know, my mom had pancreatic cancer and she's a 17 year survivor of pancreatic cancer. And like one of the things, like when she was going through treatment, she had like six weeks of like chemo and radiation. And when she, and she had surgery too, um, but like, you know, she was like, I'm just like not hungry. And like, you know, they told her like to get marijuana at the place where mm. like she was going, she's like, but like, where do I get it from? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know where to get like marijuana and yeah, you know, it's sort of like, well, then you're like SOL. Like, so um, like for her, like, you know, for, I think about people. Like, and then you do, and then you do have to then just turn to whatever you can find out there. Right. And, which is like sad because it's less safe. And yeah, you want like something that might yeah. like work for people. And so like, to me, it's still sad that like, like, you know, like, I mean, grew, growing up in Tennessee, but like, you know, like that was like 17 years ago that she had like 
cancer and like yeah. the same like problems and I don't I don't know like about like what progress has been made like um you know I think every so often people try to get you know medical marijuana like on like ballots and stuff like that but there's like a lot of like stigma like behind it still I guess right. about like taking it and like I mean even just like recreational marijuana which could be like a whole another episode of what's on your mind right but, yeah like I mean there's just so much about it and I think like at least from like the medical marijuana point of view um like it's you you do it like they prescribe it in a safe way and like you know they give you instructions on how to use it and it like you need to be like responsible and like you know it's like don't operate like machinery like when you're like taking like thing and it's right you know do do the right thing do the right thing for yourself and do the right thing for like other people and um anyway so yeah so I um I I think it was such a good like experience for me and so like I just I guess I want to encourage anyone who's out there and feels like that you know they're like they are going through like cancer treatments or they have some kind of like you know I don't know medical condition where things might not be working is like to talk to your providers, see what's available in your state um, or like what might work for you. Um, just because I think, you know, I, I mean, again, like not everyone has such a great experience with it, but like I had such a good experience with it and it really, really helped me um, get through that and also helped me get through Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, and also like what you said too, of that even the first two times you tried it too, it wasn't a good experience. And even you, you kind of had to play with, play around with it a little bit, different, different forms of intake, different doses. And then you eventually kind of found the one that worked for you too. And, and I think you also brought up so many other good points too, of just like this idea of regulation and safety. And, you know, I think if people are out there and you're listening to this and you want to get involved with politics at your local level, like check out what your state is doing. Look at the, look at the laws around medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, because I mean, you know, the, the more we can legalize these substances, it's, it's good for, for so, so many systems, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be helpful with, with racial justice outcomes. It's going to be good for, for health outcomes. It's going to be good for safety because then, you know, you know, the, the root source of, of, you know, where these, where, where these things are being made. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I would say uh, do do some research and of what's going on in your own state, and um, and go out and vote <laughs> if, if if this resonates with you and 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 you want to bring bring these opportunities more safer to to people. So please vote, and yeah, it's, I love what you said. Like, I mean, it really does start from like a local level, and then it works its way up, kind of you know, like most policy, I guess. And you know, but if you really want to see a change, um, yeah, you know uh yeah like get involved and kind of see what you can do I know like I've like kind of I've written like some letters and stuff like that like on my own like time especially because I compare I'm like you know in New York like I had this and so exactly and now all of a sudden just because you've you're in a different geographic location you're being cut off from this thing because I was gonna ask you I mean you don't have to go into depth here but the you know, we know as your friend that the, the cancer came back and I, I, you know, you weren't able to access medical marijuana, maybe the second t- time around being in North Carolina. And then, and I know how, how tough those symptoms have been for you. So. Yes. And I do wish like I could like have it, like it is like, I mean, at first, like I thought, like, you know, I was going to have to do chemo. Again, yeah. So I was like, Oh no, like my, one of, I mean, besides like insurance and like how much it was going to cost for me to have cancer, my next thought was 
I don't have medical marijuana right. in North Carolina. Yeah. And um yeah, and like I mean, especially like now, like even like the like maintenance drug that like I'm on, like it causes me like a lot of pain and like I don't get like a lot of relief from like um like Advil or like, you know, ibuprofen, like Tylenol, like that type of thing. Like I don't get like I mean it helps, but like I just know like if I had my medical marijuana, like I would feel like probably like a lot better especially on the days that are really really hard like this past Sunday like I just like slept like all day like I literally like lounged on the couch and like like watched tv which is fine like you need like those days but like my body like could physically just like not like I just like couldn't do it like my bones were so sore and like my like muscles were like so sore and you know I was just like in so much pain and it's just like it's like all you can do. And so it would, it would just be nice to have like another option. Like, I'm not sure if it would like work the same way, you know, this time around, but like just not even be able to try it. And like, I don't know if it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, again, thank you for, for sharing all of your stories about this. Um, I think you definitely added a new perspective that's probably unique to a lot of people. And then also just being now a, a two-time cancer survivor too. I think you um, also just have, um, you know, just so much light and love that comes from you. And I'm glad you get to share it with the world. And um, I'm glad I can call you one of my best friends too, selfishly. So <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that I got to see you. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I get to talk to Janie like two weeks in a row. <laughs> Maybe like cry. Like I'm tearing <laughs> up right now because I'm just like, oh, like you're such a sweet person. And so I just love being able to um chat with you anytime. But yeah. Well, thank you again. I really hope that you've um inspired some people and also that you've piqued some interest so that maybe people can do some research and see if it's, you know, an option that they can explore. And hopefully um you've removed at least a little bit of the stigma around it. It's it's not a closed door for for anyone. If that's something that you're interested in, it's worth exploring. Um, if you're in a state that has that option, and if not, then I would say get involved with your local politics and see what you can do to make some change at your local level. Amanda, is there anything else that you want to share today before we end? September is Gynecologic Cancer Awareness Month. So ovarian cancer, like peritoneal cancer, uterine cancer, all those cancers fall into that. And um, at least from like an ovarian cancer um, standpoint, one thing that we encourage um, everyone to do, but especially anyone who has ovaries or knows anyone that has ovaries, which should be everybody listening, I hope, um, that you have something called a teal talk uh, with um, a friend. So a teal talk is tell every amazing lady. Um, and that's basically just sharing the signs and symptoms of ovarian cancer um, with your friends and uh, family and anyone that you care about really um, so that they hopefully can get um, diagnosed more quickly um, when there's better outcomes when you're diagnosed more quickly. So again, like the most common things to look out for are like bloating, abdominal pain, pelvic pain, um, feeling really full after eating. Um, and it's having these symptoms usually for like two or more weeks. And so I would, again, just encourage people if you have these symptoms um, that you really like listen to your body and then um, tell your doctor what's on your mind because sometimes doctors um, will kind of brush it off. And, you know, those symptoms are pretty vague, but if you're really like, you know, if you've really been feeling them or you've really been feeling off, just, you know, ask the question. It's, um, you know, 
it's a good thing to do and they can kind of work with you from there but just uh, you say it all the time but like listen to your body and kind of know like what's normal for you and what's not normal and if you really um yeah if you experience those symptoms definitely definitely get them checked out and then um yeah just tell tell a friend um about the symptoms as well just so um you know if they are experiencing it then they say hey like I can I can go talk to a doctor about this and if you want more information on um, ovarian cancer, um, there are lots of lots of websites. Um, American Cancer Society is like a great place to go. Foundation for Women's Cancers is a great place to go. And then there's like lots of things on um, Instagram that you can go on to. Um, Nail Ovarian Cancer is um, one Instagram platform that has um, some information. So again, that's Nail Ovarian Cancer and... Um, yeah. So yeah, just know, know the signs and symptoms and don't be afraid to say anything um, if you're feeling it. And then uh, advocate for medical marijuana in your local community. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Also a special shout out to my partner, Prithvi Mavuri and the Thelugu Saga for supporting the show monthly. If you also want to support the show monthly, you can head on over to jannyrad.com slash podcast and click on support the show. Subscribe wherever podcasts are found. And of course, rate, review, and share with a friend. Don't forget to check out serengeti.com and get 20% off of every purchase using code JANNYRAD20 at checkout. If you want to learn more about me, you can check out my website, jannyrad.com. That's J-A-N-I-R-A-D.com. And find me on Instagram at jrpwservices. Love the podcast music? That's BK Williams. You can follow him on Instagram, Brian K underscore Williams 28. Thanks for listening.